0: Everybody, welcome back to the Fenway Focus podcast. And as always, I'm your host Jared Orlick. Been a while since we uh, last talked, but I think uh, it's time to kind of go over the month a little bit. The month of May was a quite up and down month for us. We ended up going 15 and 11. Uh, we've had some decent games and we had some really really bad games. I think a lot of the games came down to our different levels of pitching. I think we've had a lot of pitching that's been lacking. Uh, sometimes we've had bad offensive games, but I think that. The offense can't play hot every day, but you do kind of need your uh, pitchers to step up once in a while. So the first pitcher I'd like to talk about is Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, we saw him kind of have uh, come into his own a little bit. He had a 3.52 ERA and uh, 2.46 batting average on balls in play in the month of April, but then we kind of saw those stats shoot up quite a bit with uh, in the month of May, him having a 683 ERA and a 450 uh, batting average on balls in play, which I think is kind of eye-popping to think about. This is the guy that we kind of thought would have that ace mentality coming into this season. He would be that guy that we could, you know, at least lean on a little bit until uh, Sale comes back, which even if he doesn't come back 100%, you know, you want him to be a decent starting pitcher to kind of take the weight off of the relievers a little bit I think we kind of saw the uh bullpen get quite tired out in the month of May because we had a lot of guys not able to go deep into their games and we saw quite a few guys kind of have mid-tier starts and then the bullpen kind of blew things out of proportion Uh, I believe that we had a couple couple games with uh Eduardo Rodriguez, where we saw him kind of step into himself, and then he kind of let himself go extremely fast. I think that it's not something you want to see out of your supposed-to-be ace. Uh, if you have a bad offensive day, you kind of want to see your pitcher pitch decent. Um it's okay if he would have had that 3 ERA coming into the month of May, if he kept it, instead of uh, turning himself into a almost 7 ERA guy. And uh, when you have a 450 batting average on balls in play, uh, it could, in a sense, be part defense. You know, there were quite a few really bad defensive plays. Uh, Franchi Cordero had some really, really bad uh, reads on balls out in left field. He's now sent down, but. It can affect a pitcher, but at the same time, when you're throwing uh, a massive number of balls that are just extremely out of the ordinary, you're going to end up having pitchers that have to go a lot deeper as a reliever, even when they shouldn't be, and they're going to have to pitch two, three days in a row because of it. So it's something interesting to watch out for, and I think it'll be something very interesting to watch out for when it comes to uh, the draft. I think at number four, they're definitely going to be looking at one of the two pitchers that are going to be going in the top ten, uh, whether that be lighter or rocker. I think it's definitely going to be an interesting uh, choice. Uh, we saw Nathan Ivaldi have quite a bit of a rough month of May. Uh, he had some risky starts, and I think that definitely didn't help the bullpen at all. Garrett Richards, though, pitched pretty well throughout the month of May. Uh, he had some decent starts. He had a couple two uh, uh, earn-run games. Uh, he had a couple games where he looked like the guy he looked like a few months ago, but he, for the most part, he's had a pretty decent month. Uh, I think that Pavetta struggled quite a bit in the month of May. Whether it be statistically or not, you could just kind of tell that he was not pitching to the best of his ability. Uh, what it could be from, not very sure. And There's Bunch of different factors. Uh, The starters as a whole look like a massive hole. I mean, the bullpen itself isn't exactly perfect, you know, but it wasn't supposed to be perfect coming into the year. Um, Whitlock kind of came back down to earth after he started off extremely hot. He's still done pretty well, but of course, he's not uh, perfect anymore. Uh, We saw Adam Matavino pitch a couple uh, really good games not perfect as always. He hasn't been perfect at all this season, but you know, he looked a lot better than he did. Uh, So I think that's interesting. Uh, Matt Barnes had a, had a couple little hiccups, but you know, I think that's kind of what happens when as a manager, you bring in a guy that is your closer in non-save situations. I think a lot of the time you're going to end up blowing the game. And I think that that's something that Alex core really needs to reconsider. Uh, If you're going to give him, a game to pitch in just because, you know, he hasn't pitched in two, three days, that's okay. But, you know, when you're bringing him in in a five-run game, uh, I don't think it's really exactly the smartest. We've seen it all across baseball. Many, many guys that blow games as closers. Yimmy uh, Garcia has pull, uh, blown a couple games the same way. Uh, closers really aren't meant to have that role. The pen isn't very deep, of course, you know, but we do have and Hernandez, who, Uh, If you're going to have him come in uh, before Matt Barnes, there should be no reason that on a day where it's a five-run game, you're going to let him come in and uh, close out the game because it's not a safe situation. So why are you going to waste Barnes? So it's definitely something to watch out for to see uh, what they do with that bullpen, see if they move anybody around, see if at the trade deadline they possibly make a couple moves. I think if uh, we really want to... Keep this team going in the long run, we're definitely going to have to look either at the trade deadline for some guys, um, Get definitely look at guys in the draft when it comes to pitchers, whether they be relievers, that's kind of something that you're going to have to see after the draft, but I think they definitely really need to look into a solid starter because Chris Sale isn't exactly 25, so him coming back as great as it might be if they do end up making a playoff run, great. Long-term, Chris Sale's not exactly going to be the ace for much longer. So they definitely have to take advantage of having Sale coming back, and even if he mentors guys in the minors when it comes to rehab, it's definitely something that uh, they should consider because you can't kind of sit on things and and think that they're going to kind of solve themselves. We have had many issues with our minor league system. Uh, over the past couple years because of the past manager trading guys away, you know, even in that sale trade, we traded away a lot of guys that you know ended up doing a lot better than you know, you get from Chris sale. He has you know, obviously you want us a ring and everything like that. but you know, long term Chris sales not hasn't pitched this year yet. he didn't pitch last year. Uh, now you gotta kind of ride out that massive contract. You still have David Price's massive contract sitting there. So there's kind of those two massive contracts that we don't get off the books yet. So we cannot truly chase those big-name guys yet. So I'm really hoping that if they're going to offload a little bit of money uh, to try and get even lower under the luxury tax to go for some younger guys or go for some prospects, that's fine. You know, uh, guys that are more of a utility guy, guys that can play across the field. You know, we have Kike and we have... um, Marwin Gonzalez, but neither of them have really been extremely well this month, especially. Uh, At one point, uh, Kike Hernandez was 0 for 20. So it's definitely, definitely, definitely uh, something to keep an eye out for is if these guys can pick it back up pitching-wise. And even if the offense picks itself up, um, you know, the offense had a couple games where, Runners in scoring position, we really just did not look that good. You know, we missed a lot of opportunities. Xander, of course, looked great. Recently, he hasn't had a hit since May 25th. So I think that's definitely something that, uh, you know, can freak a team out, you know, when your star player hasn't hit in, what is it, say a week now. So I think that's something that, you know, is not necessarily eye-popping because he's still you know our best, most consistent hitter. He got really hot this month, so it's definitely uh, it's definitely gonna be something to watch for. But I think he'll be fine. Uh, we did have a resurgence of what looked like a classic Hunter Renfro this month. Hit three ten this month with five home runs and twelve RBIs. So he, you know, he's not exactly your star outfielder, but he does have a really really good arm out there, and he has really really good set of fielding skills so it was definitely nice to see him kind of come into his own this month um Devers you know he did his thing for the most part seven home runs 22 RBIs hit 264 just some basic stats um some things that you know kind of look great for a guy that you know was I guess you could say he had some question marks on defense uh so he really had to kind of step into it offensively um, he's been pretty solid defensively, which is great. Uh, he really hasn't been much of an issue on defense. He's made some really, really good plays out there. So it's definitely exciting to see him kind of step into his own. Uh, J.D. Martinez, for the most part, kind of came back down to earth. hitting. He's still hitting two ninety five. He had three home runs, 13 RBI. You now, not exactly uh, his first few months of baseball, but he's still playing really well. Uh, another guy who actually has a really good batting average from the month of May was Ploiecki. Now, of course, he's not an everyday starter, but when your backup catcher's hitting three eighteen, it's pretty solid, especially since he had three RBI's in a home run. You know, obviously, Francia Cordero also had a home run and four RBI, but he was hitting two eleven. So, you kind of have to see where that balances is out. Uh, somebody who really stepped down this month was Marwin hitting 192. He had 4 RBI, but 4 RBI means nothing when you're hitting 192. That's a really, really eye-popping batting average. Now, granted, he's made some really, really great defensive plays uh, in a game against the Astros the other day. Great play to stop a run. Granted, they got absolutely blown out in those games. Uh, but, you know, it's... Little things like that that kind of make up for that lack of offense, but you kind of really need him when most of your guys are hitting in the mid-twos. You know, they called up Danny Santana, who's also hitting 174. He's by no means a full-time starter, but he most likely will take um, at-bats away from Bobby Dalbeck against right-handed pitcher, so it'll be interesting to see. You know, he had two home runs, three RBIs this month. He hasn't played a whole lot, but but it's still pretty solid to think about if he can help benefit Bobby uh, so he doesn't have to start every day. Bobby hit 215 with four home runs and 16 RBI. You know, he's kind of coming into his own. The one obvious thing that is kind of eye-popping will be his 26 strikeouts. You know, Devers also had 35 strikeouts. So those are kind of guys that, you know, you don't want striking out that often. Uh, We kind of knew coming into this year again that Bobby Dalbeck would have a strikeout problem he had one last year he's young he could come out of it but you kind of want him to kind of balance it out a little bit you don't want him striking out so often that it kind of diminishes the fact that you know in big situations you can trust them Devers even though he's got 35 strikeouts this month it really is I don't want to say it's okay you know we do see a lot of guys like that now. It's really home runner bust. Aaron Judge has become like that at times. Uh, if you look at other guys who are more of a contact hitter, like DJ LeMahieu, I know, two Yankees on a Red Sox podcast. But two, two great examples right off the top of your head. So Devers is more of that guy that, you know, while he's hitting 264, he's got those seven home runs. He has 35 strikeouts, but in a big situation, he is going to get you that RBI with 22 this month alone. So it, it's kind of one of those things where you have to weigh it out. What do you do? Do you care so much about his strikeouts that you know it kind of changes your perspective on him? Personally, I'm okay with it in the sense that he's you know a firecracker. At any time he could go off. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton the same way. Yet again, another Yankee, but perfect example of a firecracker. Guy can get extremely hot, and he can carry through you know, however many games it may be, five games, six games, whether it be the month, it's something interesting to watch out for uh, to see if he can, you know, kind of balance those strikeouts out a little bit. If not, he's kind of got to keep those RBI and home run numbers up. Uh, Vasquez, he kind of mellowed himself out as well. Um, He had one home run this month. He had 15 RBI, extremely solid, hit 253, but, you know, you cannot discount his uh, defensive abilities you know he's the guy that while you think about the top 10 catchers in the league you don't necessarily think about Vasquez. While it seems that our top guys kind of continue to keep up a little bit uh, I think that truly though uh, to kind of backtrack a little bit pitching will be our uh, downfall especially uh, showing what this month really did show you know. While we think that we could probably make it through. We most likely will not be able to handle uh, bigger teams down the line like in the series later on with the Yankees. You know, We cannot kind of compete with that level of pitching. If Even if their pitching is not better than ours, their bats, if they're hot, they'll be able to handle us. We have to play the Rays again. The Rays are extremely hot right now. If we go into those games with the way our pitchers are pitching... And our offense can't get hot. We can't compete. You know, it, we have guys in the bullpen right now. Matt Andriese had a seven thirty six ERA. Eduardo Rodriguez, if you look between the last thirty days right now, I take it back from before. His ERA is even higher. He's a seven thirty ERA. Valdez has a five ERA. Austin Bryce has a thirteen and a half ERA. Uh, Brewer had a thirty six ERA. You know, while those numbers, you know, obviously don't mean everything. Not every uh, bit about a pitcher has to come down to their ERA. It's eye-popping when it comes to the fact that it, you can't compete if your pitchers are letting up the sheer amount of runs that our pitchers seem to be letting up right now. Um, you can't even have a bullpen guy that's going to have that kind of ERA. You can't have a guy that's going to come in to relieve your starter who just let up two earned runs in a 2-1 a game you cannot have a guy that's going to come in and now change the game and make it 11-1 cuz we did see games like that you even if you consider walks walks alone if you have a, a a pitcher that's letting up a sheer amount of walks that you know guys have Garrett Richards with 16 walks this month you know Erod 10 walks this month it's not something you want to see you don't want to see walks in big moments you really you really don't want to see something like that because you're going to have guys scoring on walks bases loaded situations we'll probably see that again you know we did see Adam outavino in a, ba- a bases loaded rather situation and he got a big out could the team handle it no you know we let up runs we couldn't score it's not something you want you don't want that too where you have a pitcher who actually does well and then somebody comes in behind him and completely blows the game. Uh, you know, when you have a guy hitting 356 off of your pitcher, you're not going to win games. And there's quite a few guys that we have that have batting averages coming off of them. Andres, 396. Brewer 667. Now granted, Brewer only pitched one inning, one inning, and he has a 667 batting average off of him which is just absolutely insane. Valdez, 303. Richards, 286. You can take that from a guy like Richards because he's not your ace. Pavetta, 245. Not bad by any means. Perez, 225. Not bad by any means. You know, those are decent. Barnes, 161. Absolutely unreal. That's what you want to see out of a guy like that. You know, you want to see uh, your pitchers not letting up a massive average off of the other teams you know when you have to play these guys later on in the season they're picking up on your pitcher's pitches you're going to end up in situations where you have to have your pitcher go seven innings because your bullpen is just that drawn out you know they're pitching three four days a week and then you have to worry about them having to pitch again because your starters cannot go those seven innings now that granted they don't have to go seven innings you can learn from the Tampa Bay Rays But they have a much, much better bullpen. They have their starters go five, six innings. They did have Rich Hill go eight one time. But that's when their pitchers are extremely hot. But you do not, and I mean do not, want your pitchers to not even make it those five innings. Because if you can't make five innings, how are you going to expect your relievers to go another four innings? Especially if you're letting up an extreme amount of earned runs. You know, it's not something you want to see. You know, even if you look at the home run numbers, too, it looks on paper not bad because, you know, you do have Eduardo Rodriguez, who only let up three home runs. But he has that massive uh, ERA because it's not just about letting up home runs. When you let up 20 runs in a month, that's not exactly what you want, you know, and 20 of those runs were all earned. You know, 37 hits in the month alone. You know, it, it's not—it's not something you want to see out of your starter, who's supposed to come in in your race. Granted, yes, he's coming off of uh, being extremely sick, but now he's got to kind of come back into his own. You know, you can only give a guy so long uh, to get back to being his himself. You know, you don't need him to be that guy that goes and pitches eight innings. Pitches a no-hitter. You by no means need him to do that. He does that great, but you need him to give you at least five, six really good innings, even if they're good innings, as long as you can keep it where the offense can keep you in games. You know, we're going to end up playing the Astros again later in the season. They're making us look like a little, uh, you know, a little league team. You know, scoring 11 runs on that, that team is nuts. You know, granted the offense, yeah, could step up. But when they have to score 10 runs in the matter of three, four innings, you're not going to have that happen unless you have some immaculate game. You can't, you know, rely on your offense solely. Uh, Even if you think that your team can score three, four runs in a game, go ahead, think it. But you're not necessarily going to get that out of that team. You know, we're a team that's very. I don't want to say disorganized, but in a way they are disorganized because they're not a team that's been together for so long. You know, some of the guys have been, but a lot of the guys from that 2018 World Series team are gone. You know, we lost Mookie, the biggest leader. We'll always love Mookie, but he's gone now. Verdugo has kind of stepped into the role. You know, he's been that leader. He's been somebody that has shown up Day in, day out, he's done his job offensively and defensively. So, you kind of have to, at some point, build that chemistry together. Yeah, they have that, that I want to say, like a moxie to themselves, you know, with the new uh, getting in the car after hitting a home run. You know, they're having fun. The team is fun. The team is having fun. But fun doesn't always win you those games. I hate to be, you know, that downer, but... You know, you have, you can only have so much fun before you end up losing these games. You know, they saw it this month, 15-11. It's, it's you know, above 500, but it's not what you want to see from a team that was red hot, especially when the Rays are coming in right behind them, and there's other teams that are getting hotter than they were. You know, we were a fun team to watch for the first month and a half of baseball. Then it got real. You know, we still play the Orioles. We'll obviously sweep the Orioles. I don't think the Orioles have won in, what, 15 games, 16 games now. Uh, So, you know, that's nothing. But we have to compete with Toronto. We have to compete with Tampa. And we have to compete with New York. You know, these teams are teams that can only get better. The Yankees have dealt with injuries galore. You know, we can hate them all we want, but we have to feel for them in that sense that, you know, they're getting hurt almost every day every day there's always something but when they're healthy we have to be able to compete with them the rays are extremely hot right now can they stay hot who knows but that's not the point we have to compete with them if they're come october ahead of us we're not getting it anywhere obviously but you know Eve, if it comes to august if it comes to august and we're two and a half games behind them can we do that can we even qualify for that wild card? Because right now we don't even look like a wild card team. Right now we look like a team that's going to end up 500, sub-500 500 at this rate. You know, Toronto is young. Toronto is that team that while on paper they might look great and sometimes they don't play like they look on paper, they're young and they're going to step into their own. Vladimir Guerrero looks like an MVP candidate right now. We can't compete with that if we look like this right now. He's going to hit three home runs in a game at that rate, the way that they're pitching. Um, you know, and they have other guys. Bo Bichette, great. Springer comes back. That's another, you know, great defensive talent. God only knows how his it's end up. You know, he could probably hit quite a few home runs. Might not hit for average, but, you know, it's another guy that's firepower in their lineup. And then even if you take the Rays again, their pitching is always good. So if they shut us down offensively and our pitching lets up enough, we're not going to end up being able to compete, you know. Um, and even come playoff time, say we are that wild card team, how are we going to compete with half the teams that might make that wild card with the way they're playing right now? I mean, you know, I don't want to sound hateful and you know upset because I didn't have any expectations like for this team to be you know uh, a well above 500, you know, uh, division winner. But I really think that this team can play much better than they are right now. I think that they're not, you know, putting the barrel to the ball. You know, when you're hitting in the low 200s with runners in scoring position, it's not going to win you any games either, you know. And then your pitchers say they do have a good day, and then you can't even score a single run. That's going to affect you long term. It affects the team as a whole, and, you know, we have bad days. I'm not going to say we need to go out there and be perfect every single game, but we do kind of have to at least show up once in a while. You know, when we beat the Braves not that long ago, and we put up great numbers, and, you know, we score nine runs, that's great. That's the kind of day you want to see. They let up five runs, but they won. That's okay to see once in a while. That's not going to happen every day. You're going to see a lot of one-run games. They win by one. They win by two. Even if they went by three, it's, it's it's you know it's not something you know you have to worry about. It's more when you have to worry about that they're losing five straight, and they can't even at the at the same sense close out series. You know, I the only team I believe we swept this uh, month was the Orioles, and you kind of go in expecting to sweep the Orioles at this rate. But you know when you can't complete the sweep against the Phillies after beating them the way that they did, that kind of It's kind of, you know, you don't have to have. You don't have to have all sweeps. But, you know, against a team like that that's really not very well put together at the moment, you know, you kind of expected them to sweep them a little bit, you know, especially after sweeping the Mets, even though now the Mets are quite unhealthy. That's another story. Um, But, you know, you kind of really want to get in and sweep teams. You're not going to always do it, especially if you're at the back end of your pitching rotation. But you do really kind of want to see a sweep once in a while that isn't named the Baltimore Orioles. You know, the Orioles, as bad as I might feel for them, they really have no way that they can compete with half the teams, especially in our, our division alone. You know, they have to really get, they really get bullied. I hate to say it like that. So it's kind of you go in expecting to at least win, you know, say three out of four or two out of three. You know, you expect to get them. Because, you know, with at this rate, Voldy on the mound, Rodriguez on the mound, we might not beat the Orioles, which would be quite sad. But that's, you know, besides the point. The point truly is we can only do as well as we're willing to play. You don't expect perfection, but what you do expect is to at least be competitive. That's all essentially I'm saying that this team needs. They need to bring back that competitiveness we saw in the first few months of baseball. You know, we're a little over two months in now. You kind of see what a team can do. At first, they look like they can contend, but they're not going to contend with anything if they do not have that competitive spirit. Yeah, every game it looks like it, but if they're not doing it in-game, it's not going to mean much. You can look like anything you want, but if you're not producing, you're not going to compete. I know it sounds very, very elementary, but it's true. It's it's the old adages that kind of bring you back to realizing that we need to get back to basics in that sense. You know, they have to be able to complete strikeouts. They have to be able to handle even the base hits. You know, like I said before, with a guy hitting three ninety six off your reliever, you really, really cannot have that because then they're going to get guys on base immediately. And they might not hit a home run, but if they get up another extra base hit, they're scoring in that run that was on base. So, you know, it's... It's scary to think about if they kind of continue this through the summer. It's fine, truly. It's fine if they don't make the playoffs. They don't need to make the playoffs. This team is, you know, having fun. They're enjoying the sport of baseball. That's amazing. I love it, especially since how down last season was and how we just won a World Series in 2018. He going back to the past. But it's something that, you know, we really had high expectations coming down after that, that we'd compete down the line, that we'd be back with the way we were competing every year in the playoffs. You know, we we weren't making the World Series. But you want to have that same competitive ability. You want to compete from March all the way to August, September, say October. You want to be able to say you're competing. You don't want to say... You gave in. You don't want to look like, you know, how you would in football, per se. You know, football, you look like you're tanking. At this point, we have our draft pick. There is no tanking, so there is no point in, you know, giving in. Always compete to the end. That's all that I hope out of this team is that they compete to the end. Hopefully, June holds better when it comes to pitching. You know, I, I, I'm not going to say I hate anybody for what happened. You know, it's baseball. It's a sport. No one's ever going to be perfect. I just want to see these guys step into their own. I want to see them look like the guys that we know they can be and saw they could. You know, Garrett Richards looked phenomenal. You know, I want to see that guy again, Pavetta. You know, obviously he didn't look horrible, but you want to see him look like the guy he looked like before. Eduardo Rodriguez, even that almost three ERA would be perfect right now because it means that the offense can compete and the bullpen's not worried about a blowout every day it's just the kind of thing that we have to keep track of, you know. As fans, we just support. That's all we can do. We just have to keep rooting them on, keep them hoping for the best, you know. But I really do think that it opens our eyes to quite a few things and I think that the most important thing is going to be that number 4 draft pick compared to what's going on. Bats, I think we're fine right now. Our our uh, minor league looks really solid at the moment you know a lot of our prospects look very very solid so I think to bring in a top pick and a guy that we know can compete right away not obviously in the majors right away but looks like the guy he did in college that's perfect whether it be rocker or lighter teammates personally I would love lighter you know if he goes and falls to four great do I think he might be there I'm not sure but rocker's not that much worse off uh, later on in the season, right before the draft, I will be talking about who I think we may take. Hopefully, it's not a catcher. Hopefully, it's not, you know, another shortstop. Hopefully, it's not something of that nature. I'm really hoping that they go for a pitcher. That hopefully, one day, we have our ace again. You know, we see a guy like Bauer or Cole. Obviously, there's some controversy involving Pine Tar, but Pine Tar is all around baseball now. I just want to see us have that guy that can be our ace. So it'll be interesting to watch out for. Uh, You know, I hope everybody uh, enjoys watching the games. You know, I really do hope that as fans, we all enjoy watching the Red Sox play. I hope maybe you kind of do some research into the draft picks. You know, maybe tell me what your personal favorite draft pick is. Mine is lighter. So hopefully follows in his dad's footsteps and we see the next ace. For now, hope everybody has a great day. I also hope as always you enjoy the show. Uh, you could find us anywhere where you listen to podcasts, whether that be Spotify, uh, whether that be uh, podcasts on the App Store, or even Apple Music. Not sure if it's there, but I know it's on Apple. Uh, but I hope you enjoy the show as always, and I'll see you soon.